There is one skill, call it a muscle, that as kids, we really strengthen and we use it all the time. And then as we get older, this muscle starts to atrophy. But this particular muscle could actually come in handy in adulthood. In fact, it could be the key to getting everything that you want. This is Zia Hassan, and you are listening to Gently Down the Stream, a personal development podcast. If you want to transform your life, be a more engaged parent, a more present spouse, if you are stuck in your career or in any part of your life, this show will teach you powerful ideas, habits, and skills so that you can focus on what's most important to you. Now, if you have a child, if you've observed a child that is young, that maybe you've watched grow from being a newborn to being a toddler to being someone who is five years old and going to kindergarten, you've observed changes in how their brain processes the world. And one of the things you may have noticed, and if you haven't noticed this explicitly, you might realize it now listening to what I'm about to say. When a child reaches the age of about 18 months, there's this change that happens in their brain, and suddenly they start to see the world in symbols. They start to see the world in symbols, and so you'll start to see them doing things like, like picking up some random object and pretending it's a phone. That particular object is a phone now because it's now a symbol. It represents a phone. You'll start to see them create entire worlds through creative play. Why do we have this need to create worlds? Do you remember being a child and maybe writing some kind of story where you created a world or maybe creating a world with your friends to play in that had all sorts of interesting characters and animals and dragons or whatever it might be? What was this? Why did we have this need to create this world, to create something that wasn't actually real, but that we could still exist in in some way? This to me is what it means to dream big, to have what you want to remove the fear of obstacles. These are dreams, and dreams by their very nature are not real until they're realized, and then they're no longer dreams. This is the skill of imagination. Now, when you created these worlds as a child, when you imagined these particular situations, there were challenges that you set up in these worlds. I remember playing in my backyard with a friend of mine in kindergarten, and we were in some fantasy land slaying dragons. Sometimes the dragons would win. Sometimes the dragons would defeat one of us because it wasn't fun if we won every time. We had to put challenges in there to make it more exciting. So imagination isn't all rainbows and unicorns. When we have a vision for something, when we see our future, when we see what we want, and why do we even call it a vision? What is a visionary? I think of a visionary as somebody who can see a reality that doesn't yet exist. In other words, somebody who has honed their skill of imagination, that has kept that skill and nurtured that skill throughout their entire life, that didn't let it die off after childhood. 
The next stage of brain development after this pre-operational symbol stage is concrete operations. And that's when you start thinking about the physical world. That's when children start to get interested in things like concrete operations in math and how to measure things. And suddenly the physical world becomes the thing that is the focus, things that are in front of us, things that are real. And it's not as if imagination just dies off right then and there, but once you become a teenager, then you start to think philosophically. Then you can reason through situations that you haven't yet experienced. And as you get older and become more of an adult, a lot of people find that they lose the ability to think of the world in symbols. It just natu- It's just something they naturally grow out of, but that doesn't have to be the case for everyone. If you practice the skill, if you actually practice being creative, practice imagination, you can keep that skill. You can keep that as something that is part of how you operate in the world while still allowing your brain to develop at the rate that it's supposed to develop. A vision is how you see the world. It's also how you see yourself in that world. And when you think about it, we create the world that we live in I have a friend who I was talking to recently who was telling me that they had this dream of being a singer and that they had never tried singing before other than in the shower, but that they thought they could be really good at it. And they said to me, it'll never happen. It's not something that's going to happen for me at the age that I'm at with my particular lifestyle. It's just not something that's going to happen for me, but it's always been a dream. This person had let their imagination muscle atrophy. They created these self-limiting beliefs. And sure, maybe they don't have the time or the ambition to do what it takes to become a really good singer. But to say that it wouldn't ever happen means that they could not see a world in which that actually exists. Means that they could not see a reality in which that dream was realized. Choosing not to do something is different than saying it's not possible. This imagination thing is a skill. There are people that say, well, I have no imagination. I'm not creative. Creative, of course, meaning connecting ideas that have not yet been connected, creating new things, also known as innovation. Some people say they're not good at it, that they lack imagination. But this isn't true. This is actually a misconception because everybody, everybody has an imagination. It's just that some people choose not to use it on a regular basis, and so that muscle atrophies. It's a skill, just like any other skill in your skill set. So how do you become more imaginative? How do you dream big, and how do you turn those dreams into reality? Recently, I found myself saying that I'm not dreaming big enough. That I used to have all sorts of limiting beliefs about what was possible in my life. And now, slowly over time, those walls are coming down. And I'm starting to see that almost anything is possible. Will I get everything I want tomorrow? Probably not. But I can drop the notion that what I want will never happen. And I can move toward the things I want. And if I never get there, I'll be okay with that. But if you talk to anybody who has achieved what they want in life, maybe they're still not satisfied. Maybe they want more because often when we reach one of our goals, we have another one in the distance. But often you'll find them saying that they believed it was possible. 
that they moved toward the thing that scared them because it was the thing that they really wanted, that they imagined a reality that didn't yet exist, and then they made it real. They realized it. So how do you develop this skill of imagination? How do you see what you really want? How do you even know what you really want? You got to take it slow. You got to start small. Take some time to let your mind wander. It's different than meditating. Meditating is keeping your mind focused. In this activity, you are going to do sort of an anti-meditation. You're going to daydream. You're going to let your mind wander. And the thing about letting your mind wander is that the thoughts you have are quite fleeting. You might think of something and not remember it later on, so it's important to make a record of what you are thinking. Maybe you'll daydream for a little bit, and then maybe you'll write down some of the things that you are daydreaming about. Where is your mind naturally going when you completely remove all the boundaries, when you allow yourself to dream? When you remove all those boundaries, all those walls, when you just say, I'm going to daydream in my own mind and see where it goes, you'll find that your mind goes places that you never thought it would actually go because you've developed these restraints over time, these thought patterns that prevent your mind from going to what it actually wants to do or wants to think about or wants to consider or imagine or dream. So your task, your homework on this podcast is to follow the breadcrumbs. Where does your mind go when you let it wander? When you let it wander off of the well-paved sidewalk and into the forest of your dreams. When you do this, you might not be led to some huge realization of what you're supposed to do with your life. You might find a small breadcrumb that will lead you to the next thing, and then the next thing, and then the next thing. Most people don't follow their breadcrumbs because it's scary to find a breadcrumb. You don't know where it's going to go. You don't know what the next thing that's going to happen is. And yet, this is the necessary step in creating the life that you want to live, even if you're mostly satisfied with what you're doing. If you have a yearning, this is how you figure out where that yearning is coming from and what to do about it. When I first started writing songs, it happened in the shower. I was six or seven years old and I started singing words and a melody in the shower. I didn't think about being a singer-songwriter or any sort of training in music. I just started singing. Being a singer-songwriter wasn't really a choice. It was something that just developed by following these breadcrumbs. And almost every single career or hobby or anything I've pursued seriously has followed the exact same path. It started with just imagining. It started with just play. Now, once you have this vision, what do you do next? Well, you have to do some sort of action, some sort of execution on this idea. And that is a topic for another episode. Thanks for listening. Hey there, thanks for sticking around till the end of the podcast. This is Zia Hassan, and this is my weekly podcast, Gently Down the Stream. If you don't know me, I am an educator, a trainer, and a coach. And this podcast and my coaching practice are for people who want to change their lives. This podcast is meant for teaching and for learning and for inspiration. But if you want to spend some time with me and focus on you 
and the wisdom that you have, you can book a coaching session with me at ziahassan.coach. And together we can figure out what your core values are, which is something that most people have not considered, have not actually dug into. Most people don't know what their core values are, or if they think they know them, they are sometimes wrong. We can navigate a dilemma in your life and figure out the next best step for you to take. And through small changes, you can have a big transformation. My podcast is all about what I value and stand for. But when you coach with me, we figure out what you value, what you stand for, what you believe, and what actions are necessary for you to take to live a life that is meaningful to you, to connect to the things that you want to connect with and say no to everything else. So if you're interested in booking a session with me, check out ziahassan.coach, and I will see you next Tuesday.